Oh, look at that hop, skip, and a jump right into the weekend. Did you say right into the weekend? Mm -hmm. It's Thursday. Might as well be Friday. Might as well be Saturday. Before that, it's Monday. No. No, we have a three-day weekend. Memorial Day is a three-day weekend. Yes. I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you ready to get started? I'm ready. Okay. Welcome to another episode of Opinion That Don't Matter. I got to get a new shirt. Oh, why? Because I use this stuff like, um, it's like uh, pimple cream. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and it and you bleaches bleach everything. Yeah, sometimes it gets on clothing. But um, Spoilers, that's why all of our sheets and towels are white now, because you'd ruined so many sets of sheets mm. and towels and washcloths. You name it, he's ruined it. So now it's just white. Then we don't have to worry. So all his shirts will forever now be white. No, come on, that's <laughs> just not kidding. True. No, no. But anyway, you did stuff, that to the neck of it. I saw. Yeah, yeah. So I, I need a new one. And we'll plus, have to order I, a new one. I wasn't a big fan of the color. The purple color didn't really suit me. It looks good on other people. I always think, oh, purple will be cool. Oh, I thought it was cool on you. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought. I thought it was. It's brighter than you would normally do, so I could see your. Yeah, I need a moody purple. Moody, so moody. The moody blues. I wish I knew a moody blues song. I would sing it right now. I don't know any of the songs. <laughs> Um, and if we, tr- well, I wonder if we can play it cause Spotify, but it was not necessary. Nah. Um, I'm going to start off. I have a couple of things. First of all, I had a very weird dream last night and I want to share it. So we all can be like, Katie, that's weird. So as you all know, Sean and I need a vacation like yesterday, but because our studio is under construction, we can't not be here. So we're kind of held in this like pattern of suckness till august probably Mm -hmm. and so i can't really schedule anything or book anything and i don't like it and i'm upset but i've been having dreams of taking vacations oh where did you go in your dreams well this was ridiculous this is why it gets even funnier and so this is why dreams are crazy and also amazing is you and i in my dream it's very normal at first it's very realistic we're in the living room searching airbnb oh and we find one, and it says, my niece is staying there right now, um, but I don't know why it would say this. Also, this one starts to get weird. My niece is staying there, so, um, you know, we message asking if it's available. She's there right now, but I actually think you two know each other. Um, I'll check with her. I think you can stay in the house, because it's like a whole house. You can stay in the house starting, you know, this next weekend or whatever. And we're like, yeah. And then who is her niece? Grace Helbig. <laughs> I was like, haven't seen Grace in a while. This is really weird. But Grace was like, of course, I love you guys. Come on over. And she's like, my fiance is going to meet me in a minute. Blah, blah, blah. It was weird. Then we go there. I don't know where it is. P- BT dubs. And Roxy's with us. And you, Roxy's like, you know, she has a tough time sometimes settling with people. So you put her in her crate in the bathroom. And I don't realize, I don't know where she is, and I'm worried, and I come into the bathroom to go pee, and she, like, barks at me because I startle her awake, mm. and I'm like, oh, what are you doing in here? Anyway, it takes me most of my dream to figure out that we are, in fact, in, drumroll please, Seattle, in this beautiful place. Oh. And uh, Grace's aunt is this woman that I follow on TikTok. She's an older woman that just laughs at older woman stuff. I think you need to get off social media. I think I need a vacation. Yeah. I clearly... I'm dreaming about going to Seattle to stay in a, a house with the Grace and you. It's weird. That is weird. Grace's dog was there too. Oh, uh, what's his name? Goose. Butch? It's a Goose. she, and uh, her name is Goose. Yeah. Rude. I don't know. I've only had it once. <laughs> big, like, dog. <clears throat> big dog. Big dog. But anyway, so that that was that. And 
and it was weird and it was funny. And all in all, we had a great time. Seattle was fun. Nice. In my dream. You ever see the movie, the King of Scotland? No. Pretty good movie, but there's a scene in it, uh, that last night, Roxy and I had a moment and mm-hmm. it reminded me of the King of Scotland. And Does he uh, fart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> last night, Roxy was a little gassy. I don't know what happened either because my only thought is that it's because she has that like raw food right now because I accidentally ordered the wrong Stella and Chewy. I, I thought it was freeze dried, but it was raw, frozen. I don't yeah. Know. I think she just overate <clears throat> yesterday. So she had a little Maybe. bit of extra gas, you know? Possibly. And um, so you went to bed and uh, right after the hockey game and Roxy went into her crate and I thought, okay, we're going to button up everything. And, you know, I checked the doors and, uh, you know, everything's locked. Yeah. So it's And then to I to came bed. out and I was like, she smells like farts. Maybe take her out one more time. Or do you already take her out? No, this was after that. Okay. Okay. Right. So I lock everything up. Mm-hmm. And, um, I look over and Roxy's got the hound dog eyes, you know, when the face is oh, all so looking tired. up uh-huh. and she does that like see inside look. the, yeah. So I was like, what's wrong? You know? And she just looked at me and said, you want to go outside? You know, mm. no, didn't want to go outside. I went to the front door, went to the back door, none of that. So I finished tidying up, put the remote control away. I look over and she, <laughs> she, she had kind of walked over towards the back door. So I thought, mm-hmm. okay, we're going to go outside. Yeah. She's made a decision. Mm-hmm. My life is run by the dog, apparently. I know, mine too. It's okay. Yeah. Especially so, right now, because she doesn't really have the backyard in the way she used to. We have to like take her out. Right. So she she then, she won't go outside. She has no desire to go Mm-mm. closer to the door, but she's sitting between me and the door. Okay. Maybe she thought, maybe I have to go outside, so don't yeah, close the door. I don't want to be yet. too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Plus it smells like farts in my crate. <laughs> so then she, um, you know, I'm just uh, kind of talking to her as I'm tidying up. I folded mm-hmm. a blanket or something and she rolls over. And uh, she kind of stretches out. I'm like, oh, I guess she she just needs to be on her out back of her crate. or on her tummy. on her back. And then, um, so I turn the TV on to catch her. You know, like let I'll her watch t- a little bit more. Yeah, let her do her thing. About five minutes later, all I hear is <laughs> it sounds like a tea kettle starting to build. You know, <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, and then Mozart's fifth. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And uh, she musician. looked over at me and she was quite shocked. She's probably like, well, I know she composed quite. I mean, it's funny that she did that because when I didn't tell you this, because it didn't matter last night. Yeah. But when I would, took her on a walk at around nine, because you were playing guitar with PJ, I took her on a walk around nine and just went like around the block real quick. And I swore she farted twice there. Outside. Like a, and I thought, is that? And I thought, I'm just probably hearing things because there's people walking, you know, it's not just her and I. And I thought, oh, it must just be like other noises of people's houses or, you know, right. you just don't know what you're hearing. And then when she came in, she sat down and she farted. And the thing that's funny about a dog, unlike a human, is they don't try to control the fart. So she's like just as surprised as you are that it showed up. Imagine if the dog was trying to control it. Like, <laughs> oh, this is not the right situation for me to toot in. I'm going to hold yeah. it. Hmm. <laughs> he gets in the car <laughs> <laughs> but she was like her butt scared her when i was watching my rebounds of sex and city she was like oh and and i was like she hasn't had toots in a while because we've had her on probiotics and also that dish that's a the little taller so mm-hmm. that she she doesn't have her head at a weird angle when she's eating she doesn't have so much air i guess so so anyway i don't know what caused it yesterday but i didn't even tell you about those toots because it didn't really matter but then so she stretched out and let out a that had to be uncomfortable for her. Well, I think that's why she didn't want to go in her crate right yeah. away. And so I sat with her for a little bit. I even rubbed her belly. I was like, you okay? You know, and then 
uh, one another more, one. <laughs> one more. And then she looked up and she, you know, when a dog looks at you and smiles, mm-hmm. you know, they do or, that little. Yeah. We she, think it's smiling. I still think it's smiling. Yeah. She looked pleased. And yeah. then she uh, went back in her crate. In her and, crate and we called it a night. Yeah. When it came out this morning, the house smelled like farts. Yeah. But I don't know if it's because you boiled eggs. Oh, well, last night I did <laughs> boil eggs. We made a mistake. We ordered food from. Um, we did not make a mistake. Oh, we I checked. thought. Mm-mm. Oh, I thought. So you ordered. What was it 40, 46 eggs? <laughs> no, I ordered three dozen, which is more than normal, but it's because Sean has been eating hard boiled eggs and he'll boil like a whole dozen, which then runs a short if we're like eating eggs in the morning, making meatballs, anything that involves an egg. So I was like, I'm going to get three dozen this time. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, the person, I don't know if they misread it or if that was all that was at the grocery store, but they didn't charge us more. We just got three 18 packs which in essence means that we got, what, 48. four and a half dozen? Yeah. It's a lot. Well, it's okay. Oh, she's doing it again. I, don't, I didn't hear any toots. <laughs> she stretched out just like she did last night. We she might. puts on her back and goes like a back bridge. Uh-huh. And then her belly doesn't look as swollen. The... Yeah. But anyway, so we have a, a ton of eggs. So dog farts and uh, hard-boiled eggs. That's the, <laughs> that's the episode. Thanks, guys. Pack, Thanks for listening. 18 packs. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because a dozen and a half? Yeah. So it's it's three, four, five and a half dozen. That's a lot of eggs. That's but, a lot so, of eggs. That's a lot of eggs. But Sean, um, we, we boiled an entire 18 pack. And so when it came out this morning, it smelled like farts. And I was like, I don't know if it's the eggs or the dog, but I lit a candle. And then I also, you know, because I'm Catholic, I lit a candle, and, you know, for, for a thing, for a reason. You Is that what you do? for Mary? Is that what you guys do? Port smoke for your homie? Yeah. What is what does that mean? Do you know do you understand that? Lighting a candle? Yeah, what does that do? Uh, I think you're offering uh, thoughts and prayers, you know. <laughs> so it's useless. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> the invisible shield of uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, I don't want to get into that. But do you under, do you know what the lighting candle's for? I think you're just doing something in reverence. You're taking a moment to I don't know, Katie, I'm making it. <laughs> Cuz I I swear in movies, is anybody Catholic and you know what that means? In movies they always say like are you I remember, I don't know what movie it's from. There's a scene where they're in the church and they're like doing the, the you know, spectacles, spectacles testicles, testicles, wallet watch thing. And if any of you are listening, we're just doing cross across your body. And they're so at the- So sacrilegious right now. It doesn't matter. Who cares? Is it warm it in here? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm on fire. Oh my God. Somebody left a comment on my Instagram. I Or no, my TikTok that I did with John and Yvonne. They were coaching me and I, I do, God damn it. Because I fumble. I'm oh. like, are you anxious? And somebody's like, using the Lord's name in vain is not a good way to start a TikTok. And I want to be like, following me on TikTok is not going to be a good idea for you. But yeah. I didn't. I just let it let it fly. Also, if you're 
chastising people online in comments randomly about taking the Lord's name in vain. I, I haven't mean, heard that phrase since like, I don't know, well, I was a teenager. But the point being is that there's so much else going on the internet that I if know. you're like getting into the minutia. There's like actual like, real problems in the world <laughs> right now. You're going to go to H-E. Double hockey stick. Oh. Um, Do Americans in the South say that as well? Or do they have something else like H-E double pitchforks or something? Like <laughs> oh my God. I don't know. I, I've always... Even the office, he says H E L double hockey sticks. But they're He's in Scranton, in Pennsylvania, and that's a you know it's hockey. I know, but I learned that growing up, and I'm in Washington. We didn't have hockey close enough to the border to to be able to. I understand don't think it has anything to do Canucks. with. I think it's because hockey sticks look like L's, Sean, right. and I think that's it. I, 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 I agree. I agree. Just let it go. I don't think it matters. I'm pretty sure they say that in the South. <laughs> but anyways, what was I talking about? We're way off topic. Oh, we are. That's the name of the uh, game. It's here. The name of the game. I don't, I have to, what was I talking about? Fudge. Oh, the cursing, the taking the Lord's name in vain, religion, going to the, the candles. So in this scene, in this movie that I don't, I can't recall which scene it is or like which movie it's from. I mean, but her and her mom are standing at that, like shelves of candles, tea candles. I don't understand. Anyway. And she says, she, they're talking about something happening like getting a job or not getting a job or something like that. And she's like, she goes to light. And she goes, are you lighting a candle for or against it? And she goes for, and she lights it. And I'm like, what does that mean? You're uh, casting your vote up in heaven. I guess so. It's just funny. Yeah. So anybody like, I'd like to learn illuminate. I think a lot of this, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think a lot of religions, you know, light a candle just to amplify your message. It's I've like putting a quarter in the telephone. You I've know? never been part of a religion that lit candles, so I don't understand. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't do that. Oh, what do you guys do? Just turn the light switch? You pray. You oh. have, and you can do, there's like prayer. Um, you can be part of this like prayer chain where you like call. And that's one will call. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of people that will pray. And then they'll, they pray together. Not like together in the same space. They mm -hmm. can sometimes. But it's like a, you guys, other Christian, like Pentecostal people out there. Do you guys have the prayer chain where like you put in your prayers at at the service or you call or talk to the pastor or the pastor's okay. wife at some point to let them know what you need prayer for. Let's say Sean had his hurt hip from back in the day. If we were really religious, I would have gone to church and been like, pray for Sean, his hip is hurting okay. and blah, 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 right? So then you get in the prayer chain. So that means that then the pastor's wife usually in my church would call, let's say, like my Aunt Teresa and be like, this this week we're praying for Sean for his hip and Susie for her headaches and such and such because they had a baby and blah, 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 blah. And then, then, you know, Teresa calls my mom and tells my mom that's what we're praying for. And it's just a prayer chain. And then everybody's praying for you and your hip. What did they do before the telephone? I think they got together at church oh. on like a Wednesday. Okay. I'm just making that part up, but I know that they used to get together. My grandma used to get together yeah. with other ladies. Well, you know, maybe uh telephone helped out to uh, amplify the prayers, you know? You know? God's a busy man. He's probably getting all these phone calls. Like, yeah, yeah, I should if never have given just, them the telephone. <laughs> if someone can just take away the telephone. I need a secretary. I need uh, a new number. Change my number. Dave, answer the phone. Boop, boop, boop. This Hello, God's hotline. Um, <laughs> please hold. Oh my boop, God. Boop. Oh my God. You know, like, patching the cords in. i'm sure there's somebody it's probably having they probably have more advanced things in the patching you know the, the but doesn't cords. that one uh station you watch on tv for religious reasons don't they have a i think they have a prayer line but i think you have to pay which is just wrong well it's like but, you know 1-800 you 
numbers you call and yeah. they're, they're like call me now for a free reading call me now and i'll pray for you there's a simpsons episode all the way. Mm-hmm. where homer simpson calls i think it's for advice or it's like a psychic hotline mm-hmm. you have reached it's like 50 cents oh, a they minute take forever just you to tell you have reached he's like yeah yeah come on you know <laughs> the prayer yeah yeah hotline uh-huh, uh-huh. it takes like a minute just to get them through right. there just gotta milk spiel. you milk everyone for one dollar mm-hmm. it's a lot of a lot of money. It's a lot of people in hell for doing shit like that. Oh, I bet you there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of people in hell for that one. What was the um oh when Things we were watching you, The sorry, Good go Place? Oh no, when we were watching The Good Place though, when he was like, Oh, there's no philosophers in heaven. Everybody hates those guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's like phrases like that where you just laugh and you're like, Oh, there's no telemarketers in, in heaven. Everybody right. hates those people <laughs> or something, you know, car salesmen. Lump them all together. I don't know. It's funny. Oh, what a terrible uh, concept that you're going to like that show that you're going to mm-hmm. burn in hell forever. You know, I know I'm like, Oh my goodness. I, I would have been scared too. If someone told me that before, you know, we had science. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't mean to poke fun, but you know what I mean? Like, uh, mm-hmm. when they're there and Ted Danson is, is running it and the way they describe everywhere else in the bad it's, place yes, sounds awful. They're like peel your skin, like a grape and mm-hmm. roast you over a fire. And you know, it's all the things that like, I don't know if anybody, I grew up in church, all the things you're told. They told you that, really? Not that they'd peel you like a grape, but they're like, you know, you burn forever. Eternal damnation. Yeah, like, Jesus Christ, that's fucking terrifying. I may have mentioned this already, but there's a Far Side cartoon that I really, really like. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the devil, and he's kind of standing next to a a line of people that are a little lower than him, and they're all uh-huh. crossing into into hell, you know? And uh, there's fire, and he's got his his uh, pitchfork pitch and he's got his horns and you know and the people are looking around they look really nervous and there's one guy in line and he he's at a coffee like there's a coffee stand as they're walking in line to get into hell and uh he he's, looks like he's just taking a sip you know and he turns to the guy next to him and he says boy even the coffee's cold they thought of everything oh like they fucked it all up that's so funny uh, even the coffee. coffee's cold oh boy they thought of her he's he's so amazed by it that's too funny yeah i like that a lot i've been thinking lately because i'm looking for like fun art in our home and not art and like an artiste but i enjoy i thought about buying the like far side books and getting some of those framed and putting them in our toilet room although there is this pants pants guy i follow on instagram i may have talked about him here pants pants it's called pants pants that's his name Anyway, he's an illustrator, and I'm going to get us that one for the toilet room. I just have to get my re- remind myself to purchase it. Um, also, I just like supporting little artists, people doing their thing, you know. And it's uh, he draws these very like rough characters, and they usually have like really bulbous heads, and it looks like they're scientists, and they're like almost behind a glass, like you know, like the one way mirror or something. And there's a bunch of them in behind the mirror like they're hidden with like headphones on and it looks like they're tracking an earthquake okay and it shows a guy then you look through the window and this guy looks like he's in his bathroom um i think he's sitting on the toilet he might be standing up and the guy in the little the only text you see is from the guys that are like tracking the earthquake right and one says to the other he says uh he turns it's like he's turning towards somebody and he said if history repeats itself, we have another big one coming right about now. And it says, it's like farts. It's like they're tracking his farts. And it shows like these. <laughs> it's so funny. And I was like, it has to go in the toilet room. Oh, yeah. Don't you guys agree? It's a bathroom piece. 
But our other bathroom and our bathroom don't have any art in them, and I think it should be fart art. Right, right. I'd like it to be fart art. There was a gentleman that I knew probably about 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. He was a very nice guy, but it was the strangest thing. You'd go into his bathroom, and um, behind the toilet on the wall was a picture of his mom. And I thought, that's strange, you know, uh, because, you know, as a guy, you pee, like, looking at the wall. That's weird. Yeah. But who would put the picture anyways they must you know, not like their mom well i don't know it's just strange you know it was a weird thing to to yeah. look at when you go over to their house you're like uh why that's weird <laughs> but i never asked because why wouldn't you ask i would definitely ask immediately uh, you know like wtf is your mom a shit bag is that why she's no, in the shit room she was, i think she was a nice lady i think they had a good relationship and everything but um, that's weird to put yeah. your mom my mom would be offended. I'd be offended. Yeah. That's not very nice. <laughs> there's a nice spider plant in there too and everything. It was mm -hmm. good. Um, speaking of yes. illustrators, there's uh -huh. a, it's funny that we got into this topic because uh -huh. I clipped a nice piece of art myself. Mm. I mean, art, it's uh, an illustration, but a cartoon, cartoon, <laughs> uh, Scott Hilburn, the Argyle sweater, which is very, I think a lot of people were influenced by. Oh, oh I was seeing if I could re recognize the artist. Cause you're talking about Argyle sweater and it's not ringing any bells. Right. But. This one comes from 2021, Scott okay. Hilburn, okay. the uh, artist, uh, artist from yeah from uh, the Argyle sweater, which okay. is very far side ish. But uh, I'll I'll pass it oh, to you. Okay. You can you can read. It. I'll put it on the screen here. Okay. Poor punk polished off a plate of poisoned pickle peppers. I propose the burp post as a produce professional. <laughs> the passing of Peter Piper. <laughs> That's really clever. You said that really quick. I I, I I slowed it down myself. I was reading. I was like, wow, this oh alliteration. I'm very good. I read a lot yeah. out loud. Lots of plosives. Poor punk polished off a plate of poison pickle peppers. You have to describe <laughs> it for the people who oh, are. Oh, so the people are just listening and not watching. <laughs> it looks like they're just in the kitchen, like a random, very bare kitchen. There's a policeman squatted down on one knee and a big, um, bigger guy who looks like a detective. You know, he's got like a tie. He's not wearing the policeman's uniform like the guy on the knee. And Peter Piper is laid out on the floor like his chair is tilted backwards and he's fallen and his hands are above his head and on the table in front of him are red and green peppers and there's a fork on the floor. And one more time, what does it say? Poor punk polished off a plate of poison pickled peppers. I propose the perp posed as a produce professional. The passing of Peter Piper. Beautiful, Katie. I couldn't have read it better myself. <laughs> thank you for thank you for that artistic reading of, of course. the Argos sweater. If you're interested, Scott Hilburn is amazing. See, I think art like that's kind of fun. Um, I do too. Cartoons. Not that I want that that particular one in my house, but it, it's kind of funny. Yeah. I find that stuff kind of cute. And I, I like um, having that kind of stuff in my house, like funny little things that, you know, like I said, in the toilet room, like oh, another one's coming. <laughs> it's just funny. One of my favorite artists. Mm -hmm. uh artists again but i cartoonist, think cartoonist cartoonist i think they're artists in their yeah. own way you know it's like saying oh he does comedy so he he can't be a a, a real actor yeah you know? it's but, like they all are yeah okay <laughs> okay well, that's time a, to get into the letters and yeah. we have a letter to actually open which we can do in a, minute. a physical letter physical oh our uh awesome toronto correspondent sent us some actual physical correspondence oh well that's cool yes all right okay um yeah so there's quite a few letters we're Today's date is May 25th or 26th? 26th? Today is the 26th. So, so we're 24 days behind. But yeah, keep your letters coming in because we're going to make our way through them today. We're going to shotgun oh, them. all of them? No, that's no fun. We'll just make our way through as many as we can. Let's, let's shoot for five letters. Feel free to send in a speak pipe. You can do a prayer chain. You know, if you, whatever you want. I don't want to be part of a prayer chain. I'm just kidding. Oh, a little fly is flying around me. 
My catchy has I been even doing a, a pretty good job. I even You're took welcome. a shower. I haven't, and I did walk the dog and get sweaty, sweaty. Okay. Moving on to our first letter. This is from Nora, and it is entitled, episode 97, Germaphobes Unite. Ah, uh, yes. It says, hey, guys, it's Nora, the prodig- prodigal resident artist, writing once again. I'm just catching up on episodes since life has been busy. Oh, my dad passed away in February, and then I had a couple of volunteer events that I had signed up for in April that both required lots of preparation ahead of time, and I haven't been able to work on art, which means I haven't watched OTDM for a while. I'm so sorry for your loss. Losing a father is really hard. Losing anybody is really hard. I'm back to working on art, and I got to the part in episode 97 where Sean is talking about how gross it is that people on Seinfeld are wearing their shoes on furniture and stuff, and how there's two types of dirt. And I gotta say... I agree. Oh, thank you. You have other people that agree with you. I don't wear shoes in the house ever since the flu outbreak of 2017 slash 2018. Does the flu come in on the shoe? We think so. Flu shoes. Got to get your flu shoes off. Do not wear your flu shoes in my house. No flu shoes. Keep them outside. It disgusts me that I used to wear my shoes while laying on my bed when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. How did I do that? (gasps) I think working in... uh, Did I ever... I don't know if I ever wore my shoes on my bed as a kid. I grew up in such a muddy area that like. But again, that would be countryside dirt, which mm. I'm fine with because countryside dirt is not like human There's not trash and garbage in it. Yeah. It's just dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember learning that dirt was worm poop when I was a kid in school and I don't know at what age. And I was like, dirt over isn't it. Worm poop. That's it was, I mean, there's some of it is I'm sure the worm's got to go somewhere. He's not like he's going. Someone fact check some science person. I have it in my brains that that's what it was. That's what I was taught. That's why you find worms on the sidewalk. Do you know that? That's a fun fact. When when it rains, that's when the Wait, they worms, come out. Yeah, they come out to go poop on your sidewalk, and then they go not, back to the grass. They don't poop, poop where they live. No, they're, they're smart. They're just moving, and then sometimes they don't make it across. They get too dry. Oh, I always feel bad for those ones. They're like I, they're dried out. Like I kind of, I feel that way sometimes too. You know, you're know. like, Ugh, and you're, you're all like, wrinkly. I'm dehydrated. Yeah, but then you have some moisture. You know, like a glass of water or this fine Celsius sparkling orange. I don't think that's hydrating you, but that's okay. That's like and me then, and my coffee. And I'm like, Oof, like hyaluronic acid Oof. plumped up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we got off topic. You made me have. I just all of a sudden felt thirsty. Okay. So disgusts her that I used to wear my shoes on my bed as a kid. How did I do that? I think working in a call center in cubicles during the aforementioned flu outbreak where everyone passed around their germs constantly. So the sickness kept circulating. That might have had something to do with the level of germaphobe that I have become. That would be, I mean, I used to be a sales rep, you guys know. And I used to encounter so many, because you're in like all sorts of different buildings, medical buildings, office buildings, and your people are in your space, coughing, sneezing, you're touching the buttons on the elevator. And I became much more aware. Like mm-hmm. I would poke things with my elbow. Oh, yeah. And I would like sanitize my hands all the time, wash them all the time. I, I noticed, or mm-hmm. I, But I, I used to catch colds all the time too. I remember you asked me one time, how come I'm so limber? And then, th- that was when we first met, but you're like, my goodness, you, you can- Really, you know, I don't ever think I've said that to you ever. No, you did. And no, then, um, Sean's not that but limber. then one time we were in an elevator <laughs> and I pressed, like it was like the 17th floor with my toe, with my shoe. I got my leg way up like a ballerina. Remember that? And sure. Like, you know, I'll play that's along. That's how big of a germaphobe I will. I'll play along on this. this <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, I'm the one that we don't need to argue limberness because you're not that limber. I love you. But you're not a ballerina, and I'm sorry. In my head. (laughs) 
I would do it. Remember when we waited elevators? I'd stick my knee up or my yeah. foot to hit the, the button. Yeah. But being a germaphobe, you know, you really learn to. Also, you get stuck in bathrooms a lot because no. I do. I do. You know what really bugs me about that? Bathrooms. What? And this is how you know that, especially hotels, it, it really bugs me, but restaurants and hotels specifically, that they don't put a trash bin by the door. By the door. Mm-hmm. And when they don't do that, then I think whoever trained that person, whatever uh, hospitality environment where you learned whether it was a school or working at a facility or whatever Some of its style like, like it's like the interior designer said it goes here I hey man uh if you're the architect put it uh, a little trash bin right by the door like the design in yeah, the wall not the, oh in the wall yeah i mean you put it next to the sink you mm-hmm. put a little trash bin there why mm-hmm. don't you put it next okay because there's nothing not that it's gross or there are things that are more gross but when there's like paper towels that are thrown by the door i don't like that either so if if i have to use a paper towel to open the door which is frequently i I'll then, just take it with me i that's exactly what i do and then i go to a trash mm-hmm. bin and, and i kick the trash bin or i say hey idiot <laughs> put this in the, in the bathroom by the door <laughs> no i'm just kidding but i will i will deposit it in it well i i think i told you this and I, I might be wrong but i feel like when we were in dc i told you i used the the kick guard thing and you're yeah. like what and you're like i didn't know that you could open because you just pull your foot on that bottom hook thing yeah do you know about that? Because I feel like that could have saved you from getting stuck in bathrooms. And I feel like when I told you about it in DC, you were like, what? No, I didn't know about that. Yeah, because I, I was this many years, years old. when I learned. Because there's at the bottom of some, not all bathrooms, but a lot of doors, especially like the ones that swing that you're supposed to just pull. It's not like there's no latch. Do you know what I mean? They, right. they don't put these on ones that have like an actual latch. So, but the ones that you push and pull have this little metal I think they call it a kick, a kick guard or kick to open. Anyway, it's like flat and then it has this rough part that sticks up. So it's like half of a part of a square, like the bottom half of a square and it's screwed into the door and you put your foot on it and you pull and then it opens. It does take like a little bit of getting used to it first. You're like, there's a lot of work to, but you can get it to where you can just pull it and it'll swing open. You can go out. Hmm. So you would not be trapped. So if anybody out there didn't know what those are for and you see them, don't get trapped. Perfect. Okay. Back to the letter. I know. I promised that we'd move through these, but. <laughs> so she remember she's talking about working at call center cubicles and um, yeah, okay. when COVID happened, it was kind of like, welcome to my world, folks. Sean said that too. I've been training for this my whole life, I believe is what you told me. Anyway, I'm looking forward to catching up on all episodes of OTDM and AKA while I continue to work on my art. Just for fun, here's a Taco Bell Crunchwrap Supreme that I just finished. I love it. <laughs> oh, that's really good. It's cool. I love her art. <clears throat> Thank you, Nora. Thank you. Beautiful. It's a beautiful, and I can see it's a Crunchwrap Supreme. See? Yeah. Funny. I love it. Okay. Moving on. We have a letter from Leanne. It says, response to episode 110 and an update. Finally. It says, hey, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM community. Hey, hey, Leanne. First of all, sorry this is so long. It's worth the personal write-in. I have such a bad memory that I can't remember what episode I wanted to share my response on and listen and listen to today. I'm writing this on May 1st. I wonder if people out in the OTDM universe, <clears throat> if they have like a notebook, a log book, you know, a, log, a, a pod log, a pod log pod from log. OTDM. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be pretty embarrassing for me to look at that. Like there's probably like, you know, where, where you made mistakes or where why, I made mistakes. Why would know? that be what people would log? That's a good point. I would That's log pretty vain of, vain of me to be. It, very, it is because they want to log what they want to tell us. Yeah, yeah. Good stories. point. Good point. I was just nervous for a second. I'm like, I hope <laughs> no one's taking notes on this. A lot. Of, who cares? This is ephemera. 
Listen and throw it away. <laughs> throw it away. Listen once, throw it away. Okay. I def- you recycle and share with a friend. I don't know. Okay. I definitely had a viewer update or maybe something to do with needles. Nah, I think I uh, those fell under two different episodes. Oh, wait. It was episode 110. You're going to stick a needle where? One of your listeners wrote in asking something about high or low pain tolerances. And as I was listening to that part, I realized I already shared mine with you two, which you shared with the rest of the OTDM community. Well, feel free to whoever is interested in the high, low pain tolerance. Go back and listen to episode 104, time mark, one hour, 20 minutes and 16 seconds, which was my first letter shared on this podcast. Sean and Katie, do you remember? It was my burst appendix story. I remember very vividly that story. Now, on to my update. I was going to share this earlier, but I got distracted with sharing Winston stories. That's okay. We love Winston stories. Assuming you guys are almost caught up with your letters because you're getting through mine quicker than I can keep up with listening in. So I haven't listened to the episode about my job yet, but I will have some responses to whatever episode that was in later. That's our pledge to you that we read and uh, respond to all your letters. There will come a day, probably not tomorrow, but where, you know, where we're overwhelmed. Because right now we're a month behind. I, I would be, it would be frustrating to me to not be able to answer everyone's letters. In mm. You know what I mean? One uh, thing if, at a time, Sean. Let's not catastrophize just yet. Right now we're doing great. Thank you. But you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I would hate for letters to stockpile and not get around to them. Me too. Me too. So we'll, we'll work. We'll, yeah. we'll, because I respect <laughs> and I, I appreciate people listening and writing in. I we'll really deal do. with that. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it, as right. they say. Well. The main reason why this took me forever to write in was the last few months have been really hard on me. Still haven't really processed everything that happened. And to be honest, I really don't. I quit my job at the grocery store for good reasons, in my opinion. Some people may not like how I quit, but if I stayed, I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Mental health has been an issue even before I started this job as a checker in October of 2020. My anxiety was worse at work. I wasn't happy at work or home. And yes, I've dealt with anxiety, but not a full-blown anxiety or panic attack. I really think this was an anxiety attack. Uh, Oh, I really think this was an anxiety attack with quitting. I'm such an empathic human being. I hate making people feel bad or having to do more work than they have to, which made quitting that much harder. I feel you on that. I already knew I wanted to quit months ago, but the anxiety or stress nearly killed me to quit back then. The way this grocery store uh, company treats their employees is awful. I know since I started working in October of 2020, I've been low staffed ever since then, just like everywhere else. And quitting has been on my mind. Oh, her little tail wagged. Sorry. Quitting has been on my mind for way too long as the empathic person that I am. And I couldn't go through with the idea of quitting. I went up to my scheduling manager two weeks prior to actually quit without any notice. I hope you guys can relate along with your listeners. I had an experience. I I won't get into it, but man, my stomach was in knots knowing that I had to quit Mm -hmm. and I would walk up. I had my letter ready and everything, Mm -hmm. but I wanted to talk to the boss and Mm -hmm. let them know but I couldn't do it. It took me like a month to work up the courage. I don't have trouble with quitting a job. Not the courage, but like the, yeah, to, the, the oomph to like actually go through with it. Yeah. Um, I felt that way breaking up with people that I knew I needed to break up with. Mm. I'll just like avoid them for a little while. And then, then I, this is, this is And me. then I'll move. And change my name. Yeah. No, the, <laughs> the Irish goodbye. The, I know. But this is how I operate in situations like that. And I don't know if my bills can relate to this, but I will know that something needs to, I need to quit my job. I need to end a relationship. I'll know something's wrong. And this is friendships, dating. This is all sorts of relate. This is just things. And it will build up in me to the point. And this is what has to happen for me to do it because I feel too bad. And I worry about hurting feelings or making, you know, upsetting people. 
So it'll build up for, I'd say, anywhere from two to three weeks. Okay. It's about the buildup time. And then it's like abrupt and aggressive. Oh, like, I saw you quit a job once. Just, I was, I just, boom. I'll, I reached the limp, boom. Yeah. It built up, boom. You you had a microphone in your hand, which I thought was odd because <laughs> who walks around with a microphone and had a little, uh, you know, amplification device on it. It wasn't plugged into a speaker. The microphone had the speaker and you're like, all right, I'm out of here. And then you drop the microphone. <laughs> drop the mic. And then you left. No, but I do, it builds up and then I, boom, it's done. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's always been that way. It's like, I, I have to have that build up to get me to the point where I don't, I don't, not that I don't care anymore, but I know it has, to, it just has to happen. And it was funny when I quit my sales jobs, the one Sean's talking about, we had talked about it and I was like, I'll, I'll wait until June. And then it was like March. I was like, boom, because I'd already talked about it. Yeah. There's no wait until June. That's not how I operate. I gave myself a couple of weeks to think about it. And then my boss called to actually give me <laughs> a promotion. And I was like, hold it right there. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> uh, I would like you to roll that promotion real tight. But it's, okay, because, back in the it's because another guy had quit and he was like, I, it was perfect because I was looking for an opportunity for growth for you. And I was like, yeah, da, 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 da. I, I only took offer. this to pay for my wedding yeah. and help pay with my student loans and I'm out. Okay. So, so they treat their employees badly and she has a tough time quitting. Oh, about uh, one last thing. I mm -hmm. just remind me mm -hmm. when I quit one job, uh, I was working at the Gap. And I, oh, I, I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah I worked a uh, Christmas season, you know, mm -hmm. I had never worked in retail before mm -hmm. and it, it's a pain, but you just kind of go into a, a weird place in your head and you just fold clothes and it smells like, you know, that shopping it's mall that smell? smells weird. Yeah. Like the, I think it's something that's on the clothing so that it protects them from moths yeah, or, something. or something. Yeah. yeah. But it's just that weird retail smell mm -hmm. and the lights are that weird neon and just play and the, the fucking music, the music is on loop da, 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 yep. da, da, da. <laughs> so you're just folding and you're finding a place in the store where you're not gonna be pestered by uh, customers or you just you go full on you talk to the customers but mm -hmm. after i think a, a month and a half of this i was ready to like jump off of the you're like burnt out yeah camp. off the boat in the ocean sort mm -hmm. of deal and uh they said, oh, well, you know, we're going to be retaining some of the temporary workers. We'd like you to, to, to stay like, on. I don't want to stay on. And it, well, that I, I was so abrupt about it. I was like, I am not going to, because after every shift, they used to frisk us when we, to leave the store. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, People to make sure you were Wow. Well, yeah. But <laughs> do you want right. me to stay? Like, unless I really had zero other options, which at the time I think I maybe had one possible option <laughs> and I had to drive like an hour to get to that. Job. You were like, I will, I cannot. Oh yeah. I was yeah. like, I'm out of here, man. You treat me so poorly. Yeah. F the, they had the nerve to frisk you, which I think is illegal in the United States, but I don't know if it is not illegal in Canada. I don't know. Anyways, it was just, I don't know. That's a yeah. good question. I have no idea. Oh, and we were going to get a raise if you stayed on. It was like an extra 15 cents an hour. I was like, boy, oh boy, this is. Ooh, 15 cents. I mean, it does add up if, you know. Yeah. But. Jokes on them though, because I stole like 30 pairs of jeans that year. either. You don't even wear Gap jeans. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm, I'm just kidding about that. But, yeah. But you know. No, it's, it's funny about the music. So two quick stories and we'll finish this up. Um, when I worked at Jamba Juice. Yeah. It's because when if people don't know. When you play music in a store, you have to have permission to be able to play that music. Like you can't just like bring your CD from home and pop it in and play it. It's actually illegal and you can get in trouble. And so I don't know when this became a thing. But it's been, I mean, for, it's licensing rights. Right? Yes. So. And it's when I was at Jamba Juice, it would have been like, what, 2003, 2004. 
they already we had like a set of 10 cds that every store got and that was like all you could play yeah that's what they had licensed mm-hmm. because you couldn't like at the time people had ipods like the big ones but you couldn't use that Mm-mm. no but you, there was always that one employee me uh who would plug in their ipod or whatever secretly like but you could get in trouble anyway we were told like in our training do not fuck with the music or you'll be paying for that problem blah 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 <clears throat> so 10 cds and there was one cd that I don't know why our manager always wanted on and everybody fucking hated that CD. And so we hit it and then he found it and asked where, why was this here? And we're like, I don't know. You must've put it. So I don't know. Okay. Who covered my CD in mango juice? Went back into rotation again. And so we broke it and threw it in the trash. Fuck that CD because you get so sick of those songs over and over and over and over. And we're like, please just get, and you don't get new music for like a year or something. So it was like, heaven help us we had a, a music inside of the kitchen mm-hmm. at chi chi's mm-hmm. and i still remember the music that was playing on that loop because i worked it's, there for yeah you know, like years. It's like if you want to be happy for the rest of your life oh god no thank you and when it would come on this song everyone would be like singing it but hate singing it you know but like then you're laughing with mm-hmm. your friends because you're like i can't like, this oh my on god <laughs> we need to go home i was thinking i'm actually going to ask at my nail salon because I go around the same time. Yeah. That just happens to be when I'll have time in my day. I'll go because I don't know why. It t- I love getting my nails. I know it's such a privilege, but it takes so long that it's like one of those things that I'm like, if I could do a good job myself, I just would because it's like too much out of my time. But the same music is always playing there. And I want to ask them because I, ha- I have a suspicion that they that's their, th- they have one CD and at around three four o'clock in the afternoon when i'm there there's a group of songs that i always catch Mm. because i came a little early last time and then it was towards the end of my appointment that it started playing those same fucking songs again and i don't even know these songs these aren't even songs i've ever heard before but it was just funny and i wanted to be like do you guys hate that music i'm pretty sure you hate that music but katie why don't you come to my nail salon i play any any music you want i mean pull your chair up and i'll roxy's nails look good but I mean, I do them actually with the mm-hmm. the grinder thing. Um, no. Right. <laughs> do you do do you do gel? No. I don't know how, but I could I could watch a YouTube. Tutorial. I got my mom a UV light for Mother's Day with some polish. I don't know because it's a different kind of polish. I don't know if it's made for that particular UV light. Because she's like, I did it once and it wasn't. It, but she thinks she put it on too thick. Because she said it's like syrup. It's I put like it on so too thick, thick all the time. You know. Yeah. Anyway, um, I could try to learn how to do gel at home by myself, but then, yeah, you know me, they would never work out. Yeah. Anyways, back to the letter. We got way off topic. Okay. Um, but the manager shared with me that they will work with me to make me feel less anxious. Oh, that's nice. Oh, oh, here we go. Hope you guys can relate. That's where we were. Along with your listeners, it's terrifying to go up to your boss saying that your mental health is affecting your job. Yes, I agree. I understand. The manager shared with me that they will work with me to make me feel less anxious. And this is how bad they treat their employees. The manager really didn't do anything. I was done shaking with anxiety behind the check stand and nobody knows. And it happened more than once. All the manager says when said when I called out two times before quitting is, well, we don't have any other checkers. So it was like, fucking buck it up there. Suck it up, buttercup. Who cares that I was the most reliable checker they had? They overworked me to the point that my mental health was affecting my work environment. It says, insert whatever words you want. I don't swear. It's just my choice. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Fuck those people. There you go. I'll update you again um, later on how this next job search goes. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Wish me luck. 
Most likely, I will write in with a funny story to make up for this deeper one. Thanks for getting through my ramble. Leanne, your correspondent from PDX, Portland, or the PNW. Well, Leanne. I'm glad you got out of there if it yeah. wasn't good for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's hard to make decisions like that, like Sean's gap story. Like you don't maybe don't have a ton of options. Um, even when I quit my sales job, I just couldn't anymore. And I honestly didn't really have anything. I like, wow. It's a leap of faith. I'd saved a little money and you burn through it really quick. Yeah. And I was like, we're going to try this YouTube thing. So. I think you're going to be fine, Leanne. And uh, wish you all the best of luck. Mm-hmm. But I think you're going to be fine. And yeah. I'm I'm happy that you're out of that environment. Because I feel like that's the thing is if you don't take risks to help yourself, like I said, like quitting my sales job, us going into YouTube full time. Um, I worked at this Eden Zero Treatment Center that like worked people to the bone and I would have burnt out in a heartbeat. You have to take care of yourself and do what you know is right because I'm through my own experience. It always ends up better. Always. Yeah, it might it's, take a it's little stressful while to get though, there. right? It's super I mean, that, stressful and scary. It's always oh, someone else tells you, oh, yeah, you're gonna be fine. But yeah. the truth is, am I going to? Be, you know, and so you have yeah. all these moments of self doubt. But you got to get out there and try, because yeah. otherwise, what are you going to stay there and and, and be feel gra- ground down? Yeah, you know, that's not that's not a, any not kind good. of life to live like that. I agree. You know, stretch your wings, fly. Yeah. You know, do something that's better for you. Yeah, it'll yeah. If it's not right, don't stay. Okay, we have a letter from Leah. You ready? Yes. It's entitled Pain Tolerance Stories. Hmm. Hello, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM universe. Hello, Leah. In my last letter, I told you about nonsense music lyrics that I heard in songs. After I sent um, that mail to you, TikTok and Instagram showed me videos of people understanding different words than was actually was said. Oh, than what was actually said in the songs. They are listening. <laughs> I know. Isn't that creepy? Today, I went into my uh, settings on my phone Mm -hmm. and I went to the privacy settings and I looked at what apps are, Uh have access Access to things. Access to things, Uh uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Why? Why does the the toaster- It automatically toggles. Because our toaster is a smart toaster. It's It's not. That's a lie. But it it has access to the microphone. Why is that? You know, like why why does everything have access to the microphone or camera? Our toaster is not. Or location services. I'm like- I don't know whose toaster is listening to you, but it's not our toaster. I hate to tell you. Well, it doesn't matter. I'm still going to put the tinfoil on my head. (laughs) (laughs) So she said, whoever's listening right now, I'd like to win the lottery without buying a ticket. Thank you. (laughs) David Redacted asked for high pain tolerance stories, and I have a few for you. Firstly, I planned a trip to travel in South Africa. My GP said I should get a few shots just to be on the safe side with things. Yes. So I went in. They prepped my arm and in the needle went and I felt absolutely nothing. The nurse was so confused and double checked if she gave me the right shot because she got it uh, a couple weeks before me and said the pain and burning sensation made her almost faint. What the heck were they giving you? I think, no, I think some people are just softies. Leah's tough. She's just like, boom, do it. Maybe I'm made of stone or she did a very great job. Either way, the look on her face to my no reaction was both beautiful and funny. I agree. That is hilarious. A couple years before that story, I had an emergency operation to remove my appendix or what was left of it. Oh, we had two appendix stories. I How still have my appendix. It's, I mean, I've had, even when I was in high school, I had like two people I knew had to get their appendix out. Wow. I don't know. I have to look up the stats of how common. 
I don't know anyone who, but you see it or you hear about it quite often. I just, yeah. I haven't had anybody like close, close to me, but like I said, in high school, I knew a couple of people that like were out and then they'd show their little scar. Oh, be like, so tough. Tough. You know, so I guess it's tonsils. No. Wisdom teeth. Number one, to, you know, things tonsils that you are usually need. first wisdom teeth later, but ranking like how many people, if we, if we did a little uh, study, uh-huh. an informal study, how many people have lost their wisdom teeth, not lost, but had them removed. Hey, has anyone seen my wisdom teeth? I, I seem to have misplaced them. Uh, and then oh. your tonsils and then your... How many people get their appendix removed? Each year in the US, more than 300,000 people with appendicitis have their appendix surgically removed. I bet you that this is a scam. There's probably like a, some site, like an eBay for appendixes, you know? That's... You, don't, you, don't even, you can live without them. So why would people want them? I don't know. Decoration? Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> so it's she gross. had to get... That's really gross. So surgery. Yeah. The hospital stay itself was quite traumatic. People took blood from me and stuck stuff in in and on me without explaining and then just leaving. Not fun. But I'm over it. Thanks to my therapist. Ther- therapist. Wow. And it was yay. I was going to say yay. I got myself because it's a little party uh. emoji. But the reason for this to become an emergency case and worth telling here was my high pain tolerance. I felt pain in my lower stomach off and on for a few weeks. But as a woman with occasional period cramps, I know every time I get period cramps, I'm like, is it appendicitis? Because you hear about that all the time, that women think it's their period cramps. <gasps> Side note, there is this thing that you can purchase that simulates period cramps for men. Why would you want to do that? It's like a, a challenge. Like, can you handle it? Oh, I would take that challenge. Oh, well, you can order. I think it's like 40 bucks. Mm. But guys have been doing it. And you, ladies out there with periods and cramps, you're going to crack up because men just can't hack it. Oh, time and time again, I'll come on my feet and a guy will be like, because it goes all the way up to 10, 10 being like when women are like, oh, wait, what is this? Like an electrode that you stick on your stomach and it causes no a contraction idea. or what? something like that. It must be. It just looked like a little patch this guy put on his stomach. Okay. So it makes your stomach. Anyway, that's what it feels like to us. Yeah. Anyway, this one dude had it on and he was like, I'll just try five. We'll go in the middle. Homeboy couldn't hang. He couldn't. He was like, oh, oh. And then his wife put it on to be like, is this correct? And she's like, this isn't that bad. Jesus Christ, get your shit together. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and I just, he died. So then he tried it on like three and it was still, he, it was two is what he could handle. I was like, Yeah, my, tum- my tummy's sensitive. I don't want it to hurt. <laughs> Me neither, dude. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I don't really have a choice. <laughs> okay. So felt pain in the lower stomach. But as a woman with occasional period cramps, I didn't really think much of it. Yes, it was painful, but not to a level where I thought it was concerning. There was one night I couldn't sleep because of the pain and a funny gut feeling that something was really wrong. I sent my symptoms to my ex-boyfriend's sister, who's an OBGYN doctor at the hospital, and she urged me to get in there immediately. Every test they did came back negative, but because I apparently look like a walk like the walking dead, they decided to check my appendix. A minim- it's minimally invasive, which is like three little cuts for a camera and instruments. Gotcha. Only to find a completely destroyed appendix. Wow. That's dangerous. Danger. They removed it and I'm happy and healthy now. But I guess that qualifies for me having a high pain tolerance. I would say so. The doctors couldn't believe that it wasn't that bad. Oh, and that I waited so long to get it checked out. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm impressed, Leah. I learned my lesson. Now Now I go to the doctor earlier than I used to. I do too because I don't know because I think I do have a higher pain tolerance and I'm worried I'll let something go longer than it needs to. I go to the doctor because I like the attention. That's why I go to the doctor because 
You know, he goes to the doctor because I make the appointments for no, you to make I, sure you're taking care well, of Well, I didn't used to go to the doctor before we were together. I, I would go, but not as frequent. Now I'm like, oh, it's great. You go in, you chit chat a little bit, maybe, you know, read a book in the <laughs> well, lobby. Well, and we get you, we have your regular, like we do our physicals and you do your checkups for your skin mm-hmm. stuff. So, you know. I know my burn marks are healing nicely. I know you're almost all healed up. Yeah. My hands, they just look like little red. Yeah. Just took a couple of weeks. It's funny going to DC with all of your burns. I know. And then I had like cuts because I had... That one's pretty healed too. You don't even see it. We showed up. We were all raggedy with a bunch of band-aids on us. <laughs> and then I like got blisters on my heels. I had to add more band-aids. We had to Postmates band-aids to the hotel. Because <laughs> I didn't have any good shoes to walk to get band-aids. We, it was a shit show. Okay. We were a mess. And since we're talking about medical stuff, if any of you have the chance to donate blood, please do so. I've been donating for a while and I love to say that I sell my body parts. It also saves lives, which is pretty cool too. I agree. I always try to get my mom to do it because she's O negative. Mm. So it's like they're rare. Anybody, the universal blood. She's not O so negative. She's no, O negative. Exactly. Okay, she's she's very positive, but yeah. O negative is her blood type. Um, it's easier. Oh, I get that it's not for everyone, whatever the reason might be, but I thought that I'd just mention it. I also had a very good laugh about the noises you made for the medical app that grows skin back and heals people. <laughs> We're patenting it. We tr- we're working on it. Yeah. I'm glad to be part of this community to get early access before Elon markets it for way more than nine, $9.99 in the App Store. <laughs> Is he going to make people pay for Twitter? I don't even know if he's buying it. Oh, yeah, yeah. He might have backed out. I forgot about yeah, that. Because he, and he put out another statement to today or yesterday. Uh, yeah, he's he's got questions about the platform. I don't know what he's, his grand plan is. But. So does she get early access? Because I don't understand either uh, through Spotify. To what? Because she said, I'm glad to be part of this community and to get early access before Elon markets it for way more than $9.99 in the App Store. Oh, it's, oh, our, it's device. our device. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was a separate paragraph. So I was like, wait, are we talking about our fake device? Yes. Yeah. Our app that goes Oh, absolutely. Skin. Everyone uh, in this community will Sorry, have Leah, access to. You, you know, were clear. I'm, I won't have to go to see the doctor anymore. You just, you know, listen to this podcast. I don't know when it's going to be released. So stay tuned and make sure, you know. Just some new noises. That's it. That's, that's just new noises. One more. A little louder? No. For the people in the back? One time only. Okay. For one time only. <laughs> I can't hit that noise. <laughs> it just came. I was like, I wanted to participate, but I couldn't get my voice to go that high. Oh my God. I thought of you. Then I have to fake it. Only for you. <laughs> my voice, you know, it doesn't, doesn't go that high. I wish it could though. I, I, you could talk, I love that song. That's the first James Bond movie I ever saw in the oh, theater. Oh, you really like that song? Oh, For Your Eyes oh, Only my, is oh a God, jam. And so it's such cheesy. a, ba- no, it's not. You take that back. <laughs> I thought of you though, because I may think of you all the time, but this time made me giggle <laughs> because, um, Remember that one podcast where I couldn't stop laughing because you're like, okay, miss you. Or what you say at the end? I'll miss you. I'll miss you. Bye. <laughs> I felt like I was hanging up the phone. Or I died. It was so but my friend Jocelyn, yeah. uh, Jocelyn Davis on Instagram, she's hilarious. I love her very much. She shared this meme that made me think of you because she was like, oh my God, why do I do this? I said, we need to normalize saying, okay, bye. Love you when you get out of an Uber. <laughs> She's like, why am I like this? I thought of you. Okay, bye. Miss you. Because <laughs> we we go into autopilot sometimes. And yeah. we're like, okay, love you. Bye. Yeah. I and have like, like four ways to end a conversation. And yeah. that's one of them. One of know? them is miss you. Yeah. So sometimes that gets Although crossed Although the funny thing with. is you don't usually ever say that. Yeah. <clears throat> it was only because you truly would miss them. It's true. You heard it here first. Okay. 
<laughs> That's it from your ambassador of joy and blood donation enthusiast from Germany. Lots of love, Leah. Thank you for writing in, Leah. We love it. Okay. Are we ready to move on? Yeah, I'm good. Lynn has written us a letter and it is entitled Injury Update. Right. Thank you for updating us. Gymnastics. Yes. Baby stories. Okay. And more. <gasps> I'm so excited. Hi, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM community. Hi, Lynn. Hey, hey. So since I last wrote in, I have managed to break my nose. I've never, I mean, knock on wood, I don't want to wake the pupper to pupper. I don't ever want, have you ever broken your nose? I could have. Because you've I don't been know. in fights and stuff, haven't you? Yeah, but, you know, like, I, I don't think I've, it, I don't know. You tell me, does it look broken? No, I just, I was I, asking. I mean, I've got a, a, a bump, but it's like more like it just goes and then it goes. You it's know, just it's, your nose shape. But I, have you ever had black eyes because you got popped in the schnozzaroony? Uh, playing rugby a couple of times, I That's got a, I wondered a couple anything. of black eyes, but uh, I don't know if it, I don't think so. I don't have any problems with it. Only a couple of times I've ever been hit in the nose and the, the sensation, I remember it, it was, I think I told you guys a story when I used to love swinging on the bars and mm. I tried to swing on my bed and whack my face right into the base of yeah. the bed. Not very smart, Katie. Um, but the, the like. Impact? Yeah, the impact, but then it's like this. Like this sharp, it goes through your nose in like, it's like electricity. And then it like, yeah, that, did you know what I'm talking about? I think that's a big warning system from your, from your body saying it's you're like, in danger. So yeah, it shoots like, ow, all the adrenaline. Ow, ow. And like, yeah. That's a good one. Cause yeah. you know, your head is important. Oh well, yeah. Some and, people it's a more important, but know? it made my eyes water and I felt like this. Pah, I yeah. don't know. It was really crazy, but that's the only time I ever remember that sensation. Like, Ooh, that's why when I watch <laughs> hockey now as an older mm -hmm. person, I'm it's really, rough. oh my God, like sometimes, yeah. you know, you get inadvertently hit with a stick in the face, like a, you <laughs> know, true. and then other times someone's skating like 30 miles an hour and, and they, they weigh 200 pounds of pure muscle. We won't get into hockey talk, but you want honky tonk? We no, no, honky -tonk. no, no. It's, it's fine. But the playoffs this year, there's it's, just been an amazing It's amount crazy. Of goals it's, they're so well paired. Yeah. There's only one sweep and that was Florida versus Florida. No, there's another sweep as well. And then there's also the Battle of Alberta. I enjoy these ridiculous pairings and hilarious commentary from people like the Battle of Alberta. Come Biz on. Nasty is a funny guy for commentating. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Yeah. I enjoy him very much. Funny guy. Okay. Back to Lynn's letter. Okay. She managed to break the no her nose. It was a total accident. My friend walked into me with her hand up. And so I had to wear a splint for a few days. Oh, no, that thing on your nose. Oh, no. Also, I had surgery to take out. All four of my wisdom teeth. There you go. We were just talking about this. Because they but were- But wait, I want to know more. Your friend just walked into you with her hand up like- Well, she could have just been like, you know what I mean? Like you're moving around and like, oh, did you see over there? Bah! You know, you accidentally bump someone. I guess. Things happen. Yeah. Accidents happen. Okay. Had to wisdom teeth out because they were shifting my teeth and one of them was infected. <gasps> oh no, at least they caught it because that can really mess your- You can. It's really bad to get an infection in your mouth. They had to drill through my bone to extract them as the teeth hadn't pushed entirely through the bone. I now have four sets of dissolvable sutures in my, I know I hated those little sutures in my mouth and I hate them. Me too. I hate it. It's weird feeling that, that hole where they, you know, when they pull a tooth. We don't feel the hole because it's sewn up. Yeah, but there's like a, like a little hmm. hole where they were, where they once were. Hmm. Who did your, did you go get them done in an alleyway? Oh, it was the dry cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> he was offering a special two for one. I said, why can't we Why not? 
How about four for one? I got four. Yeah. Let's do this. And then they launder your shirt afterwards because there's blood everywhere. <laughs> no. <laughs> Was there blood everywhere from yours? Oh, yeah. What happened to you? They Didn't they put a bunch of gauze in your mouth when they did it? That's because... They're, they're not putting their, the, the gauze I mean, I'm sure there, there was blood, but I didn't wake up with anything on me. Oh. And. I was awake. They didn't knock me out. It was a local, a local anesthetic and a local uh, dry cleaner. So. <laughs> <laughs> we Buy local. <laughs> no, I was knocked out. Yeah. They made me count back from 10. I got to like seven. Uh-huh. And then I woke up and Lauren was there picking me up. Well, Thanks, nice. Lauren. I love Lauren. She's the best. Um. And I had like one little, you know, those little round cotton thingies, the hard cotton. I had like one around each. I think I had three removed or something. Oh, perfect. And that was it. And they were like not even that bloody. So I don't know what happened They did to a you. good job for you. I guess so. Yeah. We've got a bleeder. Okay, let's <laughs> I know, okay. I'm just still concerned about you. Okay. So. I mean, that could be where, you know, the, the nerve pain started from. Right. They could have messed with something there. Okay. So anyway, so I had to get wisdom teeth out because... You know, and they weren't through the bone. And now I have four sets of dissolvable sutures. My mouth is also super swollen. I was swollen around here as well. Um, it looked like little chipmunk cheeks. It only hurt the day I had it done. Same. And since then, my mouth hasn't really bothered me other than the swelling. Same. It was just like one day of like smoothies and stuff. And then I was like, I'm over this. Sean, the gymnastics event that you destroyed yourself on. Yeah. It's called the vault. The vault. Oh, Thank you for clearing that up. I totally forgot that I asked that question, but yes. What did we call the vault, it? Uh, the Palma Horse Springboard yeah. Action. <laughs> up next in the Palma Horse Springboard uh, Action is Sean's. Ah! Oh, he, he's taking a big fall. He I don't think destroyed himself. He's never going to recover from that. He'll probably, you know, never do and gymnastics some surgery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's actually really fun when it's done right. I can try to attach a video of my current vault. <gasps> oh, I forgot that Lynn does this. I currently go over a mat. At least that's what I'm. Um, go over a man? A mat. Oh. At least that's what I competed. I'm working on going over the vault table now, but I don't have a video of that one yet. Okay. The women's events are floor, balance beam, vault, and the uneven bars. Love the uneven bars. The men's events are floor, vault, pummel horse. And rings? Thing. Still rings, parallel bars, and high bar. I haven't been com- competing for very long as I'm only Excel Silver, which is about the equivalent of level three or four. Oh, interesting. The last practice that I went to, my teammate was making fun of me for not being able to do a skill on floor, and she kept telling me that I should be able to do it. I walked away and yelled stop, but she wouldn't stop. She even followed me. What a bully. That's a bully. I went and stood next to one of the coaches and just kept asking her to stop. Eventually, my coach stepped in and sent her away. Then the girl came back with two other friends. This is a bully. What a loser. Do your own thing. Jesus Christ. Come on now. God's a fair guy. Watch. She's probably going to fall off the balance beam and like. No, she'll probably have a string of really bad relationships and friendships that oh, end terribly. That's, that's what probably I would more assume. likely. Yeah. So back with two other friends, one of whom is one that, oh, the one that's jealous of me. And they tried to accuse me of being rude. There's only one set of people rude in this situation. And it's that girl and those friends. The coach dealt with it. I was very upset. And by this point, I just decided to leave the gym. The coach had me sit upstairs until they left. So, yeah, my team is totally crazy. Okay, I wanted to. Here's the video. I want to see if we can play it. Man, it bugs me when I hear about bullying. Holy shit. Wow. That's crazy. So good. One more time. Flew through the air with the greatest of But look how easy she makes it look. I know, right? Wow. If I could suggest one thing, and I'm not an advocate for violence, but 
that skill <laughs> plus a flying hiya. You know, Ooh, and karate. then, but yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah. Karate. And you get that other girl right in the neck with a karate chop. Yeah. You would love D- Brian Kest. I do uh, power yoga yeah. and I love Brian Kest. He's so funny. And he has, he does this one, he calls it Bruce Lee asana, but you go from, if anybody doesn't do yoga. What's an asana? Asana is a, is a, a pose or a move. Okay. An asana. Um, it's like because uh, each of the yoga moves, let's say you go into I don't know. Warrior five. Pinchamayarasana. All of them are asana at the end. So okay. like you you have a move and it's that's an asana. So like a pose is an asana. Okay. Pinchamayarasana. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Perfect. <laughs> anyway, a lot of people just call them short like pincha or they'll use the term like, you know, that's why they say like down dog or plank. You know, there are different terms for it. And that's not what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter. Moving on. Anyway. Um, when you go from standing split, so you're just standing on one leg and your hands are down on the the ground or whatever you can reach and other leg is up, then he has you come up to standing on one leg and then you kick your leg out and he calls it Bruce Lee Asana. Cool. And I do the live streams and he comes across with a little Bruce Lee figurine. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And you'd appreciate it. I, <laughs> I am a Bruce Lee fan. He is too. And he's like, and my favorite, and I always know what it's going to be. He's like, tilt and reach to the left and kick your leg out to the right. Hey, and he makes like a funny noise. He goes, and Bruce Lee, asana. Okay. Um, okay. The day before my surgery, we're going into her team's crazy. And we had to watch that video because she's so talented. The day before the surgery for my wisdom teeth, I had an early release. So I got out of school at 2.10 instead of 3.30. Ooh, that's nice. I came home and sat on the couch. My sister came over and stood on my lap, put one hand on each of my cheeks and said, hello, and then proceeded to slap me. Rude. It's very aggressive. It's like super aggressive. Thankfully, it was before my surgery. She's a little, it's, I think it's a little, she'll probably tell us, but I think her sister's only like a couple years old. Um, oh, also, yeah, she stood on her lap and then slapped her. She's a, it's a little a, kid. Yeah. A little small, toddler. A small kid. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking height, you know. Maybe she's like 24. Right. <laughs> she's like, it feels, it's like me standing on her lap. Thankfully, it's before my surgery. Also, Katie, to answer your query about my sister, my parents divorced about two and a half years ago. My mom was dating this guy. And my sister was an accident, but we still love her. So not that she can't be that old. Yeah. Yeah. 15 month old. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, she actually has a heart condition. My mom broke up with this guy because he went a little psycho and my mom, oh shit, we're dreaming. And my mom is actually only 39. <gasps> She's like my age. She's quite a bit younger than I am. Wow. We could have kids that are like, like writing letters and that's wild doing their flips and stuff on the vault. <laughs> blows my mind uh although your sister has like full-grown children right i mean they're not children full-grown men and i forget sometimes like that life moves pretty fast if you don't stop and look around once in a while you might just miss it yeah sean's quotes a lot of people (laughs) okay that's an original (laughs) sean original yeah mom is actually only 39 so pretty young to have a 14 year old okay but not too old to have a 15 month old makes sense right? right um I will attach a picture of my sister. This one is from Easter. Oh my goodness, she's just a little oh, peanut. It's a peanut. Yeah. Look, oh, what look at that kid. little face. Yeah. So cute. It's like she's practicing driving or something. She's got her little her stacks of something. She's playing. Oh. It's her Easter basket. See? Super cute. Oh my goodness, too cute. Katie, I wear compression socks that are pro compression brand. 
They are colorful and fun. Oh, I'll have to check them out. I don't remember what brand my calf compression sleeves are for gymnastics, and I use Copper Fit for the bracing for my joints. Mm. Gymnastics isn't that hard with POTS and um, it's Ellers Danlos, but it's H E D. It's hyper. What was it called? Stand for hyper something Ellers Danlos. I think so. Um, heads. That's what H E D H E D S. I just have to take breaks. It's am- you're am- it's amazing, amazing. All right, I think that's all for now. Your teen ambassador, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn. Thanks, Lynn. I love it. Yeah, keep writing in. I, I uh, yeah, I'm videos impressed. of you doing all your tricks. So good. I mean, that's pretty cool. So good. I'm jealous. I, I got to be honest. I I think it's cool, but I'm slightly jealous. I always wanted to do gymnastics. My mom was like, "You can't do everything, Katie." Especially when you can like, do a flip, right? Because that's the scariest thing. Because you're not supposed to. Like nature does not. Could you do for flips you. on trampolines? Me? Yeah, as a kid, I could do flips front and back. Um, and it was a little scary. No, I, I mean inadvertently, I've 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 flipped before in my life. You know, snowboarding, like I'll oh, that's not I'll the take same. a crash, but but you know, your body knows when you, you get past that point, and you're like, oh no, I'm gonna fall, or you know, and then you're you, you panic and you go upright. Like I can flip underwater. That that's probably my biggest <laughs> flip. But that, I can do like two of them, but two. By the time you get into the second spin, you run out of air. No, no, but I start to, you know, get a little panicky. Oh, really? Just a little. Wow, your anxiety level's so high, honey. Are you telling me that you can do two flips underwater? Yeah. Come on, we're gonna have to do it. When I was a kid, I would always push for three. No way. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a lot. Got to hold your breath. Mine was the breath, not the panic. Oh, I, like, I can hold my breath, breath underwater for a long time. We used to practice it when I was younger. Yeah, because you did the. Uh... Why did you practice? Yeah, I was like, you played water polo. And I was like, no, no you didn't. No, but um, in, <laughs> I did do uh, mm-hmm. aquatic training. That's what it was. I was like, you had to do the passing the chair thing. Yeah, that was hard. Treading water. I still can tread water like a mofo. I'm, I'm pretty good it at that. It takes a lot of upper body strength. Yeah. I mean, it's also you kick your legs too. It's but... technique. That's the trick is yeah. like not to panic and keep the motion like little egg beaters. Well, it's, it's slow motion. <laughs> That's what Slow I was taught. Slow motion for me. Slow motion for me. I was taught in my summer camp to do this. Oh, yeah. And just keep doing this. And then your legs just... Just little. Otherwise, you tire yourself out. Also, if you keep a good amount of breath in your chest, it's a natural flotation device. Buoyant. Yeah. I'm a little bit more buoyant now as I've gotten older. I can. Naturally. I always sink. I sink I can, too. I sink I can. So I would have been killed if they would have thought I was a witch. I just never floated. I sink. Okay. Do we have time for one more letter? How are we doing on time? We're doing good. Okay. More than one letter? Yeah, we're at uh, the one minute 14 or one hour. One 14. minute. Time. Okay. Ready? We have a letter from Tina. And it is Tina. Just... Oh, we're still really dreaming. It's entitled Randomness. It says, Hi, Katie, Sean, Roxy, and the OTDM community. Hi, Tina. It says, Hope you all are well. Happy belated first birthday to Roxy. Happy birthday, Roxy. She's deep in sleep. She's under the table and dreaming. <laughs> it's also, like a Dave Matthews band song. Uh, is that a song or just a, the name, the like title of the CD? Yeah, album. Title? I think it's a lyric in, in one of the songs. I don't know. I think it might be a song itself. I don't know. It doesn't matter. In episode 108, you were reading one of my letters when I wrote in about how smoking can actually be protective against Parkinson's disease. Remember? And I was like, what? You brought up nicotinamide and nicotine and whether they were related at all. I looked it up and I thought I would share. Thank you. I appreciate this. Nicotinamide is a drug that can help improve cellular energy production. It's also known as vitamin B3. Hmm. I didn't know that. You most likely already know this, but just to compare, nicotine produces a temporary pleasing effect in your brain. Yes, I did know that. 
It seems that nicotinamide and nicotine were discovered around the same time. By a guy, a guy named Nico. Nico. Nicotine. <laughs> Nicotine mood. Yeah, he's a scientist <laughs> in an Italian lab. Um, nicotine competes with nicotinamide at the binding site and interferes with the absorption and incorporation oh, of so nicotinamide. So if you were smoking, it would like... editors Because oh. they, they bind to the same receptor. And it sounds like I don't know if this would be the truth, but the nicotine has a stronger binding, which I learned about this in school and as a drug rep that like certain ones have an affinity, a stronger affinity to the receptors. So they'll kick off others and take over. And I think nicotine, it sounds like has a stronger uh, affinity for the receptor and it'll boot out the nicotinamide or make the nicotinamide unable to be absorbed. But let's continue reading. I always think of it as, um, this is weird because my brain goes all scattered, Mm -hmm. but uh, when you're inside of a a store, like Mm -hmm. let's say a Walmart and you're pushing your shopping cart along and you've got all sorts of goods in your shopping cart and you get to the checkout, but you're like trying to find the right checkout lane. You're like, which one's going to you know, check me out quickest or whatever. Uh And then boom, I get through the checkout. I take the the goods home. And I always think of the receptors as that, you know, like there's stuff floating around, shopping carts full of goods. Kind of, and yes. Then, and then you you get into the checkout line mm-hmm. and then you get the the goods on the other side once you, you know. Yeah, I, I like that. <laughs> that works. It's as not very else. good, but you, you know. No, I hear what you're saying. I, I think of it more as like um, international plugs and you're trying to find the one that will accept uh, your blow dryer to plug in or your whatever yeah or cars in a shopping mall yep. you know like Could, trying to get trying a, a parking spot right but i don't know how it'd be preferential like that's so, why i think the plugs kind of works because it has to have all right. the right prongs so right. you'd be like oh this one kind of works but it's like not going to get all the wattage mm-hmm. and this doesn't work at all i don't know but yes all of these are very good analogies send in yours if you've got a better one okay uh so nicotinamide competes or nicotine competes with nicotinamide at the binding site and interferes with the absorption and incorporation of nicotinamide This competition results in the depletion of molecules that the cell needs to produce energy. In the same email, I wrote about antibiotic resistance, and you were wondering whether superbugs, superbugs, superbugs come from antibiotic resistance. Superbugs are resistant to most antibiotics and other meds that can be used to treat infections. The reason why superbugs develop is because of the overuse of antibiotics, just like we thought which contribute to an antibiotic resistance. Because if you think about it, the whole goal of like viruses or bacteria is to like reproduce and continue to exist. And so if they encounter antibiotics right away, then the next round is going to like try to find a way to to fight back against it. Does that make sense? Be resistant to it? To that point, I just read something and I I don't know if I understood what I read properly, but apparently uh, the the flu and like adenoviruses, Mm -hmm. I think those are common colds. Mm -hmm. No, is that correct? I don't know. Anyways, but apparently they're coming back with a vengeance. And the Mm -hmm. reason being is that during the pandemic, we, you know, we, we weren't uh, together. Yeah. We weren't sharing germs as much. And um, so, or whatever it is, you know, you'd uh, think they would have like died out or something a little bit. Well, apparently they were, you know, I guess, their goal is to make it mm-hmm. into to the continue. future, right? Mm-hmm. To continue. So I think that they were coming up with better strategies. You know? No, <laughs> they were, all these little germs are sitting in a meeting room. And they're like, How no, we... we tried this handshakes. We did that last year. No one's shaking hands anymore. We got to shut up, Bob. You got to adapt. Yeah. Come up with something better. And the little, the Tina, little virus is like, what this. if, what if we learn to fly? I like that. That's good. I can fly in droplets. 
Good, Ooh. good. Go with that, Susan. Go with that. Right, okay. Right. <laughs> Seriously, you know, uh, me, I'm, I've got a, I, I'm, I'm not as susceptible to UV rays. Mm. Oh, I like that. You know, yeah. so that one can hang out. Or it's like you run me, with I'm, that, David. You I'm, run with that. I'm really tough, so I, I, I hang out on the table and I. I I'll hold on real tight, like an ant when it's crawling up the wall. You know, the wind doesn't blow it off. You know, when you or a spider on your window on the outside when you're driving your car and he yeah. holds on. Yeah, they hold on. Maybe it's like that. Remember our little spider dude? Spider Man. We talked about him on the pod. R.I.P. R.I.P. We tried to get him to get out of there. We were going to the car wash. He lived behind our uh, our mirror. Uh huh. In our mirror. In behind the re- the side mirror in our old Infinity car that we sold. Isn't that? Fun? I bet she's. No, I don't think he's still there. I think he died. Yeah, I know. I don't but, know where he went, but we didn't see him ever again. And I'm pretty sure he got killed. In the for someone wash. who doesn't like bugs, he really did take a shine to that guy. I wouldn't even open my windows if I was going to disturb his little know, situation. His yeah. Or not nest, but his web. Well, I appreciate spiders for what they do because I don't like bugs, right, at all. They eat them. Awesome. It's like. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. Also, I don't think spiders ever want to. I mean. The ones that, I don't live in Australia, so who the fuck knows what's happening there? You guys have crazy bugs, but for the most part, they don't want anything to do with us. They just like will protect and they get scared. That's not true. Some of them want to crawl into your mouth and uh, bite you when you're asleep. That's you know? not, Sean. Don't, they do. Don't How many spiders do you think you eat in a year? Sean, no one cares about that fact because I don't think that's their goal. Why would they want to get eaten? That's a good point. <laughs> I think their goal is just to. You know, find a safe place to create a little, a nice, you know, healthy web and catch a fly every so often. A little den, watch some football. Well, I told you we had one. I don't know if I did tell you. I don't know where this spider is and I'm fine with it. It could have been the one that jumped in the uh, pantry and I killed him. I don't know. He scared me. But under our, the edge of one of our um, cabinets in the kitchen, we... This time of year, it's me versus the centipedes because centipedes try to get into your house. And luckily, we only had a few this year. It wasn't so bad. Last year, because we just moved in, it was like me against all sorts of bugs. And I had a tough time with it and was like, oh, my God. But anyway, <clears throat> centipedes don't like tea tree oil, by the way. So centipedes are no longer. But I was thankful for Mr. Spider in the kitchen because he caught two centipedes one night. And I came out to them hanging in his web and I just like and put them in the trash. That's awesome. I know. I was like, thanks, Mr. Spider. And he was like, you stole my lunch. The next day on his web was written, hey, Katie. Where's my lunch? Yeah. Where's the beef? Okay. Right. (laughs) I did feel kind of bad stealing, but I didn't want them hanging there. Mm. And then, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Erin already checked out. She's like, stop talking about bugs. Why do you guys always talk about bugs? But talking about antibiotics. And you were saying super, they've got, they're like coming back with a vengeance. Yeah. No, that's what I heard. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. true, but I believe that uh, the the powers that be, the CDC or whoever, mm-hmm. the scientists, they're like, hey, we're noticing an uptick and they seem to be stronger. Mm-hmm. They've been lifting weights, they've been in the gym. They've been working now. I would assume there'd be an uptick just because there was like such a downturn because we weren't around each other. But okay. So she says... The reason why superbugs develop is because of the overuse of antibiotics, which contribute to antibiotic resistance. Antibiotic resistance is a natural development in germs, but the overuse of antibiotics can increase the rate of development. Gotcha. So they naturally, because they want to fight back, yeah, they naturally learn to resist antibiotics, but the overuse is going to speed that up, essentially. Mm -hmm. 
For a brief update, in episode 108, I reported that my mom's metastasis metastasis seemed to have been shrinking and that they couldn't find the tumor in her lymph node and that the main tumor in her breast had shrunk by half. I remember, and that was amazing. She had her six-month CT scan and follow-up appointment with the doctor, and unfortunately, they found a couple of lesions on her liver. So she has to have another biopsy and possibly change treatments. Oh, because it's yeah, um, change treatments from hormone therapy to possibly chemotherapy if they find that these lesions are cancerous. So it's another potential cancer. I think is with hormone therapy, do they they starve you of estrogen? Is that it? That because they believe that that is a it can be for certain types of cancer. It depends okay. on the type of cancer. The fact that she had the one in her breast, I would say yes. I know breast cancer feeds off of estrogen, but I don't know which other ones. So it just depends on the cancer from what I know. And I'm not, obviously I'm not an oncologist. Okay. Please send good thoughts. We're sending all the good thoughts your way. Hopefully it's not, it's totally benign. She comes back with a clean bill of health. She's been struggling with hair loss and all the emotions that go with this. So we've been looking into natural solutions that can help moisturize and make it more healthy. I found a recipe for an olive oil mask, olive oil, egg yolk, and honey. I have made that mask in the past and it works really well. Mm. There's even some with like mayonnaise and stuff. That's worked really well for her. I was watching TikTok the other day, as I do every day. And this woman was showing she's a makeup artist and she always brings this to set and has people put it on for like 10 minutes before she does her makeup because it helps uh, plump up your skin and like hide wrinkles under your eyes, essentially. And it was honey, turmeric, and coffee grounds, but like fresh coffee grounds. She says, don't buy it already ground. You have to like ground it and put it in. And she did like, let's say two tablespoons of each or something. It's super, super thick. It's supposed to be like a thick paste. And she showed, she put it under one of her eyes and she's like, I'll be back in five minutes. And she goes, okay, it's been five minutes. And she wiped it off with a wet towel. And the difference was like crazy. Really? And she goes, it's not forever. She goes, it lasts for about a day or so. And I was like, that's amazing. That's a good day. That's amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you're looking for something. Okay. Uh, so we had the, the olive oil mask. She's also been looking into wigs. And we found an option for me to donate my hair directly to her. Oh, that's that's cool. super cool. I would grow my hair out and cut it. That's awesome. Would you do that for me? Of course. Hmm. Do you want a wig? No. Oh. You want a hair piece? Mm. Be like Kevin. Right. <laughs> Have it in a little box and just put it on for special occasions. I would grow it out for you. Oh, thank you. Um, which we both thought was cool. I've been really wanting to help in a more active way, and this seems like a good way to help. Yeah, agreed. Otherwise, you feel kind of disempowered or like helpless, and it's an icky feeling. If you or anyone else has any tips for natural treatments to help her hair, suggestions would be appreciated. Mm. Natural, I don't really know. Um it sounds like you're you're doing all the research, but maybe somebody else out there knows and has gone through this. Um, okay. okay. I got pod noses tickling me. Okay. In episode 109, you were mentioning, mentioning Invisalign. I was. I'm actually using what's called Clear Correct, but I say Invisalign because people don't know that there's different brands that do it. There's quite a few out there now, I think, like a Smile Direct I saw on TV. Okay, so Invisalign. I hadn't heard about this before, but it sounds like a really good option. When I was about nine, I had to have braces. It was just my top teeth, but I remember that it would be so uncomfortable when they tightened the braces every couple of weeks. I wouldn't be able to eat comfortably the first day. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I like chew really gently these days, and it feels weird, but I'm on week seven of 24. So we're cruising. I, I'm amazed. It, it really, it's... It's working. It, yeah, Quickly, it's wild. You see it. it yeah, changes. like you keep my bottom me. teeth were like 
half crisscrossed and now they're almost not even crossing at all. Pretty wild. Yeah, it's really wild. Okay. Um, I had braces for a relatively short period of time compared to the stories that I've heard from other people. Seven months. I heard like even the people that I've run into now that are, that are doing some kind of Invisalign type thing. Most people are like, oh, yeah, I had that for two years. I'm like two years. And mine's six months is supposed to be and hers is seven. So, yeah. My only gripe is mm-hmm. I think that they're they found a really good technology, mm-hmm. the uh, the dental industry. Mm-hmm. But I think that it should be cheaper <clears throat> because <clears throat> they take a mold. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me the steps that you went through. So you get assessed and they look first. The, the doctor comes and looks at your teeth to see How if you're a candidate. Take, roughly. I'd like 15 minutes okay. to see if if because there's certain movements they cannot do. Some things have to be braces. OK. So it just depends. Like bite stuff, I think, has to be braces. But I don't know. Anyway, or if they're pulling teeth down from okay. above, has to be braces. OK. Um, so. So for crowded or. Yeah, for for overcrowding or natural tooth shifting which is what the doctor said mine is it's just like as i've aged they shift which is i guess part of just being a person he said that that i'm like the ideal candidate that's like really what it was created for is is for like more simplistic changes um so did that then the techs or his assistants or whatever i don't know what what their title would be placed the nubs on my teeth these little bumps that help give the like actual correcting whatchamacallit gives them a hold yeah so they can push against something it's almost like if you really needed to shove something into this drawer wouldn't close you would like leverage your foot and you'd push on your foot to push that close you know and so they put these little bumps on your teeth so that when you put the liners on that they have that to push so that took about a half hour and then they use this crazy because technology to this wand to like map out your teeth and you should see it in the computer. It's oh, like, like my a 3D mouth. map. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he like move it with his fingers and be like, okay, well we need to put the nubs here. Hmm. Okay. No, not there. It was wild. So anyway, so then I had to wait like three weeks because they make them locally, like just outside of Austin, I think. Um, I had to wait a cu- like three weeks for them to get in the first 12 of my liners or aligners or whatever they call them. Um, and then, then I, they, did all the stuff and I got them and, and I go in every month for them to make sure that they're doing what they're supposed to do. Okay. So my gripe is unfounded then. I thought it was just like, they put a little form in your mouth, they see the size and they ship you trays and boom, you know. It was, you I, could do it that way. But I, I was th- a little bit more simple in my understanding. So mm-hmm. my gripe was, hey, I think they're making a lot of money off of something that is like, <clears throat> I thought they were marking up this service. I think they are making good money off of it. Sure. Because you don't, I don't see dentists driving, uh, you know. Well, I don't think that the retainers cost that much to exactly. make. Exactly. They're plastic molds, right? Mm-hmm. And this is a technology that's pretty. It's a pretty hardy plastic, but I'm sure that once they figured out what to use. It's probably re- recycled Coca-Cola bottles. And stuff like that, <laughs> it you know? should be. We should be recycling. Exactly. I don't have a problem with that. It uh, just says Coca-Cola. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, hey, if it lowered the cost, I would have sponsored. 100%. You know? But you probably sh- wouldn't want Coca-Cola sponsoring because. It's the teeth. It's going to rot yeah, your teeth. Well, you. you Advertising cavity, cavities, you know? Yeah, like, cavities. Uh, I always advertise it. Colgate, you know? Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Coco floss, my favorite. There you go. Um, But yeah, I don't... Anyways, so that's the uh, that's the process. And it's like 4000 bucks, I okay. think. And you can do payment plan or you can pay up front or whatever. There's all sorts of things. Right. They, they offer... Yeah, they offer like 0% uh, for a year. 
kind of thing, which I think makes it feasible for people. That's what I, my mom and dad, when Nick had all his braces and stuff, I think they did like a payment plan. I think that's the only way families, you know, not the only way some people are. Yeah. We could be able to just throw that money, but, but it is expensive. That's, you know, um, not covered by insurance typically. Yeah. Well, my brother's was. But mine is not. Well, we don't have dental insurance because it sucks so bad. Dental insurance is a scam here. I think it is a scam. Unless we were part of a big corporation. Like when oh, we then had, I would take it. Then it's like five bucks more a month and yeah. then you get it. But ours would be, I forget how much it was. Let's say like $38 a month per person or something for each of us to have it. And then we only go like twice a year. And it, it didn't, didn't cover anything. my gum graft surgery, which was like $3,000. And it didn't cover, you had to get your new tooth. That wasn't covered. Remember when you cracked it on the olive? Anyway, so none of that stuff was covered. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck we're paying for. Might as well pay the 150 bucks or $300 for us each once a year. That's stupid. That's stupid. So we don't have that. So yeah. Payment plans it is. Okay. Okay. So that's how it works. So she had it for seven months also. The tightening process went very quickly, but... This means that I've had a retainer for the past 17 years. I know that's the thing I have to wear, but I already wore my night guard every night. So I'm like, "Mm, whatever. I recently had an appointment with the dentist and I asked how long I would have to have the retainer. It's forever. He told me forever, like in perpetuity is what he said. (laughs) Um, And he said pretty much forever. I asked if at least I could perhaps get a new one fitted since my top two wisdom teeth have come in since I got my first retainer. So I'll be looking for options into that. One really annoying thing about it is that I have a wire underneath my front top two teeth. I had a lot of friends with that, like to hold it together Mm -hmm. or to to keep them where they are. Essentially, it's to help where the teeth and gums sort of meet up and it makes flossing there an interesting activity. Sometimes the floss gets caught in the wire and I have to untangle it, which can be uncomfortable. My brother had because of braces, he'd gotten these or probably my mom got them, but um, because my brother was horrible with flossing, you know, it's hard with braces. But it was like these little bristly, you'd hold on to them and you could scrub in between your teeth mm-hmm. at the top. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should look into that. Do they still have those? I got. It's the, like a pipe cleaner. It is like a little tooth pipe cleaner. But I got the wax, the braces wax from the, I think it's gum brand or whatever. And that has helped me because at night, I don't know what it is about night, maybe because I'm like resting on it. It was like cutting into my cheeks. I had little lines here and then I had a little sore spot under there. So I just put it along and it has stopped it. So, Yeah got to you know figure things out okay um there have been some episodes where you mentioned roxy barking or moving in her sleep because <laughs> she's, she's doing that mm-hmm. she's she's totally snoozing and it brought to mind a funny story of my dog when we first got my dog i slept with her downstairs on the couch i slept with corny dog too when we first got him a little baby to let her out in the middle of the night and to get her potty trained one time i remember that i woke up to this thumping noise thump 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 then it stopped. I was still half asleep, so I just dozed off. Then I heard it again. Thump. 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 I figured it was like a neighbor hammering, but it sounded like it was coming from inside the house. I have a guess of what it is. Do you have any guess? It says I looked around a little and then I saw what it was. Any guesses? I think it's tail. a tail in the sleep. Okay. It's a happy dog. Right. She does that. It's very sweet. I love when her tail wags in her sleep. It was my little dog wagging her tail in her sleep and it was thumping against the couch. Oh, the reason why it was so loud is that it echoed through the couch and she was sleeping on the couch. It was so cute. It is. It's my favorite. I watched for a little bit and then saw her paws moving as if she was running in her sleep. And then she let out a cute little high pitched bark. It's always really high pitched. It's funny when they're asleep. It's like, it's like this funny noise. 
It was so cute. I've attached two photos of Penny. The first was when she was about two months old. And the second is a new one a few months ago at 12 years old. Oh, wow. Okay. So the first one, oh my goodness. Oh, cute dog. Just a little peanut. And then there she's fully grown. <laughs> oh, Didn't quite grow into her ears. I know, the little gray face. <laughs> oh my Very good. cute. Oh my goodness. What kind of dog do you think that is? I think she's a poodle something. I forget. I think she's told us too, because I've heard about Long-haired Penny. Long-haired dash- Dashound? No, yeah. I want to it quickly. I feel like Tina's told us, I think I think she's a poodle. Wouldn't I wish I was. Say? Yeah, I wish I was better at identifying dogs. Poodle yeah, something, something like that. It's a mix. Very tall. I'd assume a mix. I don't think very tall. I think that's a little dog. Look at her little legs. Oh, what a distinguished gentleman! Oh, what a distinguished gentleman! <laughs> okay, I will leave you with some Norwegian words to guess pronunciations and meanings. And as always, the answer is in the PS. Okay. Do you think we're getting worse at Norwegian Definitely. or better? Uh, worse, I'd say. Okay, so remember. Yeah. Last time we forgot meanings. And pronunciations. So number one, brev. Brev. I'm going to say breve. Oh, like abbreviated. I'm going to say a beverage. Brev. But I think we're still leaning too much on our English. Okay. Breve. Breve. Just for difference of. Okay. Okay. Number two. E is a E, not a. Not a E. e. Okay. Yeah. And brev. Yeah. You think quick? Yeah. Okay. Number two, labor. 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 Let's go labor. And I'm going to say labor means um, tooth. Oh, I was going to say garbage can. Okay, that's fine. Number three, tanner regularing. Oh, getting tougher. Tanner. Tan regularing. Mm-hmm, that's good. Perfect. 10 out of 10, Sean. I think that that is, it's like two words put together. So what do we think? Like a tooth removal? Oh, I think it's. Uh, I always think it's based on her letter. You know, when you get in a tanning. A tanning bed, so a tan, uh-huh. and then regular ring mm-hmm. is like the regulator, you know, like it, mm. it basically it's the timer that you set on the tanning machine, the tanning bed. So you don't go too, you don't cook yourself too long. So it's like 20 minutes. <laughs> don't cook yourself too long. One time. So you're so only you supposed to start it, like seven and minutes. And forget it. Yeah. I used to use a tanning bed when I was younger because I, I lived in Quebec and one of my friends was into it and I was like, oh, I should try that because I never could tan. Mm-hmm. You know, you can tan as a as a pasty person through tanning beds, but it was pretty dangerous. Then you pay for it. Well, with your I would set it for like, they would say you because you could set it your own time. Oh, I've never. There's, there's someone your own age that was running the front. Desk, oh, I've never you know? been. They've always been set. Oh no, but I always do like two minutes, six minutes. You like build up a little. Right, yeah. The last time I tanned was for our wedding. Mm. Don't tan. Yeah, one time I tried twenty minutes in New York. What? <laughs> when I was in film school. Did you get super burned? <laughs> Sean, that's why you got all those precancer <laughs> cells. They're walking. so sore. I was like, uh, like Cliff Clavin on Cheers when when he opened the the, the, the tanning machine slash laundromat. Laundromat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was trying to show everyone how cool it was. So he went a little too long. I did too. Just a little too long. Yeah. Okay. Last. Uh, so then there's so tan regularing. I think is tooth removal. I'm guessing. I think it has to have something to do with, and then maybe potty training. I don't. Number four, craft. Craft. Craft and craft. 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 Craft and craft. Okay. Thank you for all that you do. I hope you have a great weekend. Craft. Christina. What would craft mean? Okay, ready? We were way off. Well, no, we have to guess what craft means. Oh, craft. Well, now I've already seen it and now I can't oh. do it. So you guess. Uh, I would have guessed like a container of some sort, but I don't know. Oh, I'm going to say uh, up. 
up. Crushed means up. And then craft. Uh, sideways. I think it's like dog, maybe. Oh. I don't know. I t- it's always from the letter, I feel like, but I could be wrong. Okay. Number one, brev is B-R-E-H-V. So brev. Brev is letter. Oh. She wrote us a brev. Number two, laber. L-A-H-B-E-H-R is like, how do you pronounce the what we thought was laber? Mm-hmm. Is pause. Oh, cutie, oh. cute. Number three, ton Did I miss something? Is there, is there a theme to these words? Did I miss that? No, it's usually from her letters, oh, things in her letter, okay. in her brav, okay. brev, brev. So ton regulator. Is tooth regulation, braces. I was close. Oh. Oh, no, I wasn't close. Didn't I say ton? Wasn't that potty training? Anyway, I knew it had to. we had to do something with the letter. Then number four is kreft. And that's cancer. Okay. So mom has cancer. Five is craft, and that's power or strength. Oh. I love it. We're not getting better, but it's getting interesting, and I it's appreciate it. very interesting it. language. Thank you, Christina. Love the letter. Love the randomness. Love the photos of your cute little doggo. And hopefully our Norwegian is improving. Right. But we've got to go. Sean has therapy. I have to work on my inner child workshop. I've been working on that, and it should be very exciting. Um, have a wonderful rest of your weekend. We tried to get through as many letters, but you We're, know what? we talk too much. I know. We oh, we didn't open this really quick. Our no, real correspondent. We should save it for next week because it's gonna, you're going to need to read it and everything. No, we'll read it. I'll read it on my Instagram. But I told her I would open it on this week's episode. Okay, man. You're like my Very grandma. My grandma tape. tapes everything like this. I feel like I'm opening the thing. <gasps> oh, ho, ho. here. You're in charge of that. It says, hey, Aviator Katie, Nation. Sean, and Roxy. This is a straight ally flag to show that you are an ally oh. to the LGBTQIA2 plus community. I thought you could hang it up so anyone who does not already know will know that you are an ally and safe will know. Oh, that you are allies and safe. I am bisexual and my mom is a lesbian and it means so much to me to know that we have allies out there. Thank you for all. Uh, thank, thanks for all you both do. Hugs, Aaron, the awesome Toronto contributor. All right. Aaron, we will put this up. We are allies. And I think this is really cool. Look at it. <gasps> this, that's what the, the flag looks like? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Isn't that cool? Thank you, Aaron. Everybody, have a wonderful weekend. Take care of yourselves. Always a pleasure to hear from you. Feel free to write in when, uh, when the feeling when the mood strikes oh look how pretty it is it's very pretty oh, roxy woke roxy, up for it roxy's an ally she really <laughs> okay we love you all take care take and care. we'll see you next week bye, bye.